Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. I'm your host, Taylor Mack, joined by Sterling Mack. We got a lot of things going on, a lot of stuff to discuss, very interesting VR-type topics when it comes to NFL, because the football season is back around. But before we jump into it, if you've been looking for you know that comfortability strong you, you trying to find to make sure you got some good shirts make sure you have some good shorts you know some, some good attire while you out have you been looking for that i have a little bit need some new need some new fall attire well you know there's there's a, a great company love it left lifestyle that has some great shirts got some great products if you're looking for that balance between you know i'm trying to step up the game with quality but also be reasonable in price Love It Lifestyle has the boutique collections for you as well. Love yourself, love others, love life. Love It Lifestyle, loveitlifestyle.com if you want to check out uh, the clothing there. L-U-V-E-T-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E.com. Love It Lifestyle. So with this episode today, we have uh, some good football discussion with a lot of things that are making some moves in the market which is really cool to see a lot of new developments. Uh, Sterling, what do we, what do we got? What do we got dropping out out here? Yeah, we're going to start off with status pro. So status pro is a sports technology and gaming company that uses real time player data to create authentic extended reality experiences. Um, so they recently as a couple weeks ago announced uh, their first game uh, that came out on MetaQuest and PlayStation VR. Um, so they partnered with the NFL and the NFL PA to really create a, a virtual reality and really a simulated kind of game-like experience. We've highlighted Status Pro a couple times on the podcast around some of their funding rounds. So now really cool to see them uh, get everything up and running here. They have a partnership with uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. It's co-founded uh, by former NFL player as well, and Andrew Hawkins. Uh, Hawk on Twitter, uh, awesome follow if you're not following him. Uh, but really cool to see this. I, I always have compared this in the past, and I don't want to take anything away from Lamar Jackson's shine. But to the Michael Vick experience that we obviously had growing up in Atlanta, uh, mm-hmm. the commercials and obviously kind of what they built out there uh, when you would, before you would go into the Georgia Dome and you were in the fan experience. So very similar kind of kind of feel and like simulating essentially being a quarterback in the NFL. Taylor, what'd you think about this? Yeah, you know, similar to uh, the Brothers podcast that we got right now with STA, Artrell Hawkins as well, uh, who also played in the NFL with Andrew Hawkins, uh, joint on this venture here to make this simulator. And the one thing that I that stands out to me, so a little bit about on the background of how this, um, you know, came into light. And, you know, Artrell said he was a an NFL veteran and tried to go into coaching. And they said he didn't have enough experience to get into coaching. Heard that a couple times. You know, as a as a African American individual, as a person of color, trying to make the trying to break the barriers of getting into the coaching world, doesn't seem like a lot of stuff is really slated to get you in there. Because if, let's 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 break it down. Hard knocks just happened in Detroit. I thought it was actually really good. Hard knocks. And, you know, it's a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the season's cut down a little bit for preseason. But let's let's look at the resume for Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell didn't have to struggle like a lot of folks had to do. Let's. If we're gonna, you know, Eric the enemy that's in Kansas City, that's a whole different discussion that we can go down. But it's about what he he illuminated and highlighted, saying that he was told he didn't have enough experience, even though he played nine years in the NFL. Normally, that allows you to get your foot strongly into the door to get a lower position to work your way up to be a head coach. But because he didn't, he was inspired to be able to go this route to develop something that can give you the experience of playing 
training you at the same time as well as you know having a little fun at the same time so with this uh vr headset you know set into the meta verse so to speak um it looks like you know what the first thing i thought of was nfl 2k like five where you could do the first person view from Mm -hmm. the field and by the way if if um madden didn't squeeze them out nfl 2k probably would have take over took over the market they just had the better gameplay and fun experience so now you can kind of get that with this so i i think it's i'm actually kind of excited about it because what's been lacking especially in the gaming industry when it comes to football um with two o's and those games is just something that's more immersive um and not lazily put together with madden who has a monopoly and a stronghold in the game yeah, I, I don't play – we were talking about it before we jumped on. I don't play a ton of video games anymore, but I did play Madden right as the pandemic kind of hit. You know, I, we all needed something to do, right? Um, and, yeah, I found the gameplay to be, like, clunky and not fun and all those type of things. And so now I've seen a couple people – this is on my list to to grab. We'll put some uh, Instagram videos up when I do and when, when I kind of play it and, and, and record it. But – from what I've seen out there, it looks really cool, right? It looks cool because, to your point, it's that simulation, right? It's being immersed kind of into that position that we've always kind of thought about, right? If you, even if you didn't, if you didn't play football, or if you did, like, what would it be like to see the rush and to kind of like be Lamar Jackson, right? What would that feel like? What would it feel like if I'm right. Peyton Manning and I'm calling everything out and like doing it in my living room? And so this is that first kind of iteration into that, which I think is incredibly cool here. I love what they've done, um, essentially kind of licensing and getting all the partnerships through the NFL PA, through the NFL as well. So it's, it's a true kind of like NFL sanctioned game here. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, again, how many people the, – the tough thing, right, is especially with VR right now, you kind of talked about that, like how many people – or out there truly kind of buying headsets and things like that, right? So, so we may not see this truly kind of ramp up for a little bit, but at least it's a different option now that you've got instead of just like, ah, I'm just going to play Madden today, right? Especially if you have a VR, uh, either Meta or, or PlayStation VR. So so you now you've got another option to have mm-hmm. a football game. Yeah, and I think they're, they're doing a good job with, one, you know, the partnership that, you know, they got with the NFL. And I think we got a lot of little, we should talk about the NFL as well for how they've been licensing out everything and the money that is coming in the additional billions. And this is millions from this front, but you know, the, the, the money that is just flowing into the NFL right now, but they're doing it right. Like you can do it on PlayStation VR. The minute the Xbox, you know, somehow integrates, it's already on it's Microsoft platform, but integrates as VR um, capabilities with its uh, console you know, this will be, you know, that inevitable next step of, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, partnering and, and continuing to, you know, run through the Xbox gaming marketplace as well. So, no, I, I think this is on to something good. And like they kind of said, this is the first iteration with uh, this release. And no one really knows where this is going to go because it doesn't exist right now. And I think with where the rudimentary setup is with, you know, the clicker in your right hand and like the fob or whatever in the left hand, or they're both clickers, one of the two, I think it'll work well from here because like you said, you're on the field, you're, you're the Tom Brady, you're the Jameis Winston. Yes. I said, Jameis Winston, shout out Jay Winston out here playing with a broken bat, but you're, you're the quarterback. You get that view. You can see what the rush feels like. And the next thing you know, if they get that ready player one suit, you get to feel what it feels like to get hit by a Mack truck. Because you know what they say? Two minutes get taken off your life every time you uh, get sacked like that because it's a small car collision. 
Especially yeah, I wonder if we ever if we're gonna be in a position where we need a suit to feel it, right? If we can like put some, I don't know. It, it, that will be interesting, right? Uh, I, I would say let's do it. Hey, scare money don't make no money. You should get extra experience being able to wear the suit because you aren't taking as many risks because you can feel the pain. You gotta if you really want to experience what these players go through out here, get the full suit when it, whenever it does drop inevitably down the line. You gotta feel the pain. If you don't feel the pain, you ain't authentic. You ain't real in the game. You ain't about that life. You just you're 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 a at that point now Twitter 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 social media troll because you just want to talk about it, but you ain't you ain't you ain't trying to be about it. Yeah, I'm going there. Sure. Why are you sure. looking confused? It's the truth. It, it, is that not the truth? You're not getting the full immersive experience. I just don't you, know if you can compare them. You're afraid. Well, first, it's not out. There's no. There's nothing built for this yet, right? But yeah, I'm yelling at people 30 years in the future. Because why I see it coming, I'm big brain Sterling. So yes, to thirty years in the in the future, we'll, we'll play this back, and this is me yelling at those people. I said, I mean, I see that you're already yelling at the thing. Can we go back to Jameis for a second? <laughs> Hit me with it. <laughs> he had that question. Where are you hurt, Jameis? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, he honestly is. One of the funniest, like naturally funny, does not yeah. know. Maybe he, he might be like leaning into it a little bit now, yeah. Like on the what's that the podcast, podcast, right? Like it yeah. felt like he was leaning in a little bit, but he is just it's that it's in a lot of people. If, if you're not from the south and like not don't have cousins that are like in the country or something, a lot of people like, like there's so many people that you encounter when you're in the south that talk like that, right? So mm -hmm. for us, like it's kind of normal but he does it in such a funny way that i think it's just it's amazing yeah he's unintentionally hilarious 24 7 and uh i hope Jameis can come back from this back injury and be successful he's it's it's mature Jameis, and that's what you wanted to see it is it is that's actually a perfect segue here because our second uh platform that we're going to talk about is called draftia uh so draftia which is really the first daily fantasy sports company um, that's going after the Spanish-speaking and Latin America uh, region here. So they have a partnership as well, as Taylor kind of said, or, or alluded to earlier, with the NFL and the Players Association, um, which is super cool here. So essentially what they're trying to go after, which, you know, we, we've already seen games uh, down in Mexico and things like that, but truly bringing what we obviously have up here, which is uh, fantasy sports, uh, down to the Latin America region. Uh, so really cool what they are doing. They were able, um, I believe, to get a uh, funding round here. I actually don't have the numbers in front of me. Uh, apologies there. Uh, but Taylor, what did you think about this one? I thought it was cool. First off, shout out. You just you, you said draftia very well. Normally, a lot of people, you ever seen this? When like you start saying Spanish words, everybody then starts throwing on like a like a strong Spanish accent as, as if you lived in Mexico City for four years or five years. You ever notice that people do that? I actually, especially living in California, and I've been to Tulum a couple of times here the last yeah. couple of years, but like people will go out of the country and be like, oh, it's just in Tulum. And then they start trying to like add Spanish flair to something. Yeah. You're like, you just get yeah. down here and be like, oh, sir, what would you want? Uh, yo, uh, yo quiero, yo quiero queso. Be like, you don't talk like this. Why are, you, why are you trying to put flair on the back of your voice? Just if you want to say Spanish, talk in Spanish in the accent that you're from. Yeah, I, that's why. That's why I love the way you said Draftia. I was gonna see if you're gonna come out and be like, "We have the new product, Draftia." And be like, "Sterling, why, why, why you don't talk like that?" You're like, it's like when Hollywood throws on the orange filter every time they lit off anywhere in Mexico, and you're like, 
all of Mexico isn't orange with this hazy, right. opaque filter that they want to throw on just to just to depict that this is Mexico. It's always weird with people. But you said it great. And I'm just uh, I, I think this is really cool. I was also really surprised. Let's be honest, because fantasy football is major in America. Um, I don't know what the capabilities are in the UK, but I would assume it's you. You would just get on the same ESPN profile. I would assume that they would have had the same platform crossed over and translated into Spanish. So I I was very surprised about that because obviously this is another partnership that the NFL has greenlit uh, as they are pointing out that, you know, I know you'll, pr- you'll probably read it, but it was 50, you know, 50 million sports fans in or NFL fans specifically too in Mexico. So, right. yeah, I was pretty surprised that uh, this platform didn't already exist, but God, the NFL Roger Goodell was making $44 million five years ago. This yep. man legitimately might be the first like $200 million a year commissioner, which is absurd. He, to your point, is doing an amazing job of finding business opportunities. The NFL is expanding, I think, in a way that um, we probably didn't know it was going to like in the 90s, right? It was it was always the game of the week and it was fun, but you always felt like other sports had a different hold, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then when Jordan leaves the NBA and baseball goes down after the steroid era, like there's there's this this avenue and Goodell has done an amazing job of figuring out how to maximize off of it. And now, I mean, people truly look out for football season, right? Which is pretty crazy to come to think about. So um, yeah. So I'll, I'll go back to the numbers there. Apologies. I didn't, I thought I had it pulled up, didn't have it. Um, so they brought in a $20 million uh, series a round, which is led by Stepstone group. Um, I, I want to read a couple of the people that are, are involved in this, which uh, I think tells you where, where they feel the market is, right? To your point, 50 million NFL fans, right? Down in Latin America, which is amazing here. So um, uh, so the participation from Sequoia, as well as Bullpen, Courtside Ventures, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, Travis Kelsey, and then Kevin Durant as well. So some big names here involved in this, big names within Sports Tech Venture, but also big names within sports themselves that, that truly kind of see the vision here. And to Taylor's point, it's like, wow, I cannot believe this already wasn't truly kind of built out from a consumer product perspective or strategy. And then obviously uh, Draftia coming in here and, and, and going after it and seeing, seeing the market value. Yeah, they did a fantastic job and uh, we'd love to see what this product looks like as it rolls out, you know, especially for Latin America down in Mexico. And, um, you know, I know specifically I know the starting job for Mexico, but um, yeah, it's just a an, it, a great job that you can't dispute by, you know, Commissioner Roger Goodell and in, in finding the partnerships and expanding the game out in a very organic way. And yeah, the dollar signs will come with it. And, um, you know, hopefully with the outreach, there's more potential for not just games, but I will say representation, whether if it's from the coaching standpoint, player standpoint, as you expand out and branch. And so, you know, others that that you are marketing to can actually see themselves like, hey, now somebody just got drafted from Guadalajara, um, you know, into the NFL and made it and made it in some way, shape or form. And or is, you know, getting into the coaching ranks. So as they expand out, I hope that diversity continues not to just diversify in the financial end, but also from the product itself that is out in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Got good points there. 
So we'll transition a little bit. We'll go to a company that is trying to help um, really alternative and action sports here. So this is Alt Sports Data. Uh, they are out of San Diego. Uh, so they are prov- a provider of exclusive official sports trading and consumer data for action and alternative sports uh, within the sports betting industry. So recently they completed a $1.5 million seed round, which was led by Trinity West Ventures, uh, as well as featuring the technology industry veterans. Um, or excuse me, as well as featuring some some, some sports industry veterans. Um I think this is interesting because we've seen the rise of some some different sports, right? I say different sports for America, right? So like mm. the drone racing league is really taken off here. Obviously, we know what F1 has done. So when I saw this one, it really like it really stuck out to me, right? Because it's, a lot of mm. times recently we've been doing stories on like Web3 and, you know, football and basketball and people doing iterations off of that. Now you've got someone that's saying, hey, like there's there's betting and that people want to be able to bet and consume consume essentially the data around betting or how to bet, right? With the, within every sport that we have out there. And there's yeah, so many yeah. different sports, right? We talked about like we've always like laughed about ESPN Ocho for the longest time, right? And now they, they kind of actually kind of do that on ESPN plus now. Now you're going to be able to look at alternative sports, some of the action stuff, and be able to say, hey, I've got data around this. Let me now go wager on it, Uh, which I think is a really cool thing. What do you you think about this one? It is, man. You know, the names of Kelly Slater, Travis uh, Travis Pastrana, Tony Hawk. Imagine back in the day when they were at their height, and you're like, man, I would love to bet when they're in a big big surf competition down in Kauai. Yeah, I'm I'm name-dropping down in Hawaii. Travis Pastrana going big air at the X Games. Or you want to go Tony Hawk. Is he going to break off this 900? Yeah, I know my I know my stuff still, and don't be surprised over there. I was big back next game. That's what you play in the Tony Hawk game from like 2005. Hey, I was biking back in the day. Dave Mirror, I had the pegs on the bike. If you didn't have pegs on the bike, you weren't living back in the day as a kid. That's what you need to be doing out there. So this allows you to be able to, you know, jump into there. I mean, I would like you said with ESPN Plus, uh, ESPN Ocho, and then now you know everything's kind of on ESPN Plus. I had no idea there is a scooter e-scooter league. Legitimate e-scooter racing, like Formula One drama type stuff. Yeah, and they're doing Grand Prix style racing, um, and there's a there's a big market for it, or it's it's an emerging market. So, I think this is a little bit ahead of its time right now, um, especially for fully uh, from a I'll say a consumer reception standpoint. Only because not saying that it's not good saying it's it's still ahead of its time, which means I think you can still work out some of the kinks as these sports are starting to kind of reemerge and take the center stage again. Because imagine throwing this out there when X got X Games was at its at its peak, yeah, and it's not yeah, and, and it's and the product wasn't you know say officially ready for the platform for you know millions of people to start hitting it. Now you can have this rolled out right X Games. You have skating's really starting to uh, skateboarding specifically starting to get back up there, like you mentioned again. Uh, the, the prominence of these alternative sports getting more plug and play on the major networks. So they're at the it's it's before it's time, but it's going to hit it at the right moment. Like what they got going on here with all sports data. What was the black dude that would do the X games? Do you remember his name? Yeah. I'll say when, remember when Sway Calloway shout out, by the way, he just got vindicated today because uh, Kanye said, Sway had the answers, but 
Uh, they honestly, because they both were uh, interviewers. He when Sway was on like TRL and had the dreads, and they both had like the dudes dreaded up. And then like I always remember they were all kind of they was like, oh, he kind of looks like Sway. Um, I don't remember his name, but uh, I don't even is he might he still might be doing it. Be honest with you, I don't know, but he was the guy. <laughs> the he guy. Was like, he was like the guy. Yeah, he was. I also want to say, I feel like Sway was also on some of the broadcasts. He could have been. I mean, Sway was doing it. I, I wanted. I love. I love Sway. Uh, Sway Calloway for what he's done in the broadcasting game, in the radio game. But he was everywhere from TRL. He probably was maybe a couple X. I have no idea. But because uh, MTV, I think at that time had the like they did some of the X Games stuff. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah. that would make sense, right? And then when it went to ESPN, the other dude came in. Yeah, they're like, we need a Sway look. Yeah, <laughs> we Sway, we can't take your contract over here with Sway. We got to keep it with MTV, but. This is what we got. <laughs> oh gosh, it is that's yeah. I think I gotta find out the guy's name, but um, yeah, dude, these the sports are are picking back up, and um, yeah, this is gonna hit at the right time, and I think that they can put a stronghold on the game. Yeah, I think it's it's to your point. It's the the timing of it is is almost perfect. As there's more sports, it's being covered more. I think the streaming of it has helped, right? And I'm. It'll be interesting to see if some of the other streaming networks or DAZN or whoever, right, starts to broadcast some of this other alternative sports, right? I actually just saw the Jordan Racing League uh, just sign a partnership uh, for for streaming. So, like, things like that, right, is that growth is there and and streaming gives the ability for more and more people to see uh, some of these sports. To your point, like, when you're when there's, like, e-scooters, right, you're like, how did how did this even, like, come to form, right? right? Right. And so right. now being able to have the data around it and say, okay, like this is what I want to be able to place my bets around, uh, makes it incredibly cool. It makes it something that everyone can start to digest. And what's his name? Is it Alex Honolin? Alex, that's his name. Alex, uh, yeah, Alex Honold. Uh, yeah, no, the American rock climber and oh. free solo that hit that documentary yeah, 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 yeah. because of that. Like, you have, I mean, there was already like kind of rock climbing on ESPN, but. Now I've seen rock climbing a lot more like the quick climbing, those competitions. Yeah. Now you can bet on that. You can bet on Frisbee golf that's been out there. So yeah, it, it's, it's hitting, like you said, at the right moment and uh, they should, they should make some waves as long as they can continue to you know do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. We got one more for you. It's, it's more of a product. Um, it's truly a product, not more of a product. Uh, it's, it's, it's pickle. Spelled P-C-K-L. Okay. So they announced the launch of their innovative lineup of pickleball paddles and balls. So they also secured $10, million in a funding round here uh, that was led by BLH Venture Partners. They're also out of Atlanta, so I, I thought it was kind of cool. I have seen – I'm going to throw a little, little like, red notice here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seen a few things around pickleball as it's starting to pick up that it's – doing some things to tennis communities, especially tennis communities that are designed to bring in, uh, you know, more diverse backgrounds, if you will. So I think that's interesting. I don't know enough about it to like really speak eloquently there, but pickleball is obviously like growing like mad right now. So uh, if you head over to sports tech Atlanta media, we've highlighted a few of the products that you can find on Amazon and on their page as well, uh, which are pretty cool. And they, I, I think these, the way that, these are designed are a little bit different than like, you know, just kind of some of the run of the mill ones you might buy, you know, from Target or something. Uh, so definitely check them out here. But t- I mean, have you 
Have you picked up paddle ball? Is that in your community? You know, when you're over at the gym, where people are like, "Yo, you want to go play with paddle ball?" Is that is that happening up there in Boston? I mean, pickleball is taking the world by storm. Uh, there are there's like a pickle bar pickleball bar that's gone in in Boston, um, or it's set to open up, and I would say that the elder crowd a little bit has played pickleball more that I've seen, but um, I haven't had to be like, Hey, let's run some pickup games, with pickleball. Well, I see that in the future. Probably it's still pickup games of basketball for right now, uh, especially on like outdoor courts. But I mean, you're starting to see if there's a tennis court, there is a pickleball court right next to it. So it is definitely growing. And, um, and I, I will say it's just from what I saw from I'm saying from the age range, but I know, there's a it is a a strong force from uh, the you know our age group, mm-hmm. you know the I'll say the twenty you know twenty plus crowd playing pickleball twenty five plus crowd playing pickleball. I mean they, I think they played at uh, Flushing Meadows. Oh really? Yeah, I think the like the one of the U.S. attorneys not not the Grand Arena Flushing Meadows, but one of they they had one of the courts at um uh the U.S. Open. So. Like it's growing to do that and to do that in the span of what, five years, four, five. Yeah. I'll say five years. Is Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it, the game has been around for a long time, but I think the growth of it. Yeah. Over the last, it feels like the last five years. Yeah. So, I mean, pickleball is the next wave. If you're looking to make some type of investment you're like, Hey, how can I, how can I make a, a quick dollar in the next two years? And you're like, you know, you can open up a space if you got the capital or you go and do some loans. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do loans right now, though. The interest rates are going to kill you, especially in the wow. commercial side. Wow. Yeah, you know, a little, little too high, a little too high for the dollars, for the for the wallets. But uh, I would say, you know, this would be the realm because it is taking off uh, with force. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm going to dive more into this uh, a little bit later uh, from just like a the personal perspective to understand some of the dynamics uh, with pickleball and tennis to your point, as far as like the space goes, but I've always thought of it kind of cool being out here in Los Angeles. So many people uh, ask the pickup question because so many people are kind of like just randomly kind of playing it. There's a park really close to me here in Mar Vista that I see people playing it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's to me, it's taken off. Maybe that's just more my area or things that I'm kind of seeing, but uh, really cool to be able to highlight one in Atlanta, Georgia company here, uh, but also uh, something that's kind of like, you know, a, a little different sport here uh, for people. You know, pickleball, it has, if you have the warm weather, it definitely rolls with that vibe, especially yeah. when you're being near beaches and stuff like that. The most that I've seen pickleball has been in the, Cape Cod area around the beaches um, just has that type of vibe. I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull a Tom group, Tom Cruise top gun for no reason. And just take my shirt off and play an aggressive game. It, it does have, it's got like spike ball vibes to it. You know, like, I don't know what that truly means, but it just, I feel like that's correct. It, it feels it like does. it's got spike ball vibes. It, it does. It has the, a little bit. Spike ball, ag- aggressiveness with spike ball, but I'm, obviously I get like the ping pong feel a little bit at the same time. And then you have, uh, you're on a tennis court, you know, downsized tennis court. So it's got a, a great mixture of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. 
Well, that rounds us out for the week. Uh, as always, we appreciate you coming in and listening to us for a little bit. Uh, I'm Sterling. You can find me at Steve Mac on Instagram and Twitter. Taylor, you can find him at TaylorMac29. Uh, you can see all of the stories that we highlight here on our Sports Tech Atlanta media pages on Instagram and on Twitter, as well as some of the videos uh, on YouTube. So we appreciate you. Continue to rate, subscribe, and listen. And we'll see you in the next edition of Sports Tech Atlanta. See you all.